Hi, my name is Dr. Mark Alandari, and I'm an infectious diseases specialist in New Orleans. Hi, my name is Hope Hickerson, and I'm a health education specialist and reporter. This is the Noise Filter Podcast, where an infectious diseases physician... That's me, and a health education expert... That's me. Talk about what you need to know to keep yourself and your loved ones healthy. For more information about Noise Filter, your public health podcast, and to watch and share our incredible informative animations, please visit us at noisefiltershow.com. And if you like what you hear, don't forget to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to us. So let's get started. The Scary Reality of Forever Chemicals in Americans A wide range of everyday products contain highly fluorinated chemicals called polyfluoroalkaline substances, or PFAS. These chemicals bioaccumulate building up in the food chain and ultimately in our bodies because of their incredibly strong chemical bonds. Estimates project that they will take a minimum of millions of years to be broken down by the environment. Because of these, they are called appropriately enough, forever chemicals. Studies have linked even very small doses of PFAS in the realm of parts per trillion to diseases such as cancer, reproductive and immune system harm, and other diseases. They show up in many products which have become so pervasive that recent water testing by the EPA showed that roughly 200 million Americans are drinking PFAS-tainted water daily. Tests show that nearly all Americans have detectable levels of PFAS in their blood, including newborn babies, meaning that modern science, which invented these in the 1920s, has inadvertently turned what was once a miracle of modern chemistry into a worldwide health threat. There are at least 475 industrial facilities that discharge PFAS into the environment. However, neither the Clean Water Act nor the Clean Air Act restricts industrial PFAS discharges. PFAS hazards have been known to the EPA since 1998, when 3M Chemical Company provided studies that led to the withdrawal of Scotchgard from the market. Since then, the EPA has inexcusably delayed taking action despite mounting evidence that PFAS are toxic and contaminating. In recent years, PFAS chemicals have been found in a large number of U.S. communities, and the amount continues to grow at an alarming rate. The number of contaminated locations has increased to 2,858 in 50 states and two territories as of June of 2022. While the EPA recently announced it will begin monitoring an additional 29 types of PFAS, there are thousands of different varieties being used in manufacturing. Without effective steps being taken by government to match the extent of the problem, we wanted to share some of the projects to be especially careful of when making your own consumption decisions. The most common way Americans are exposed to PFAS are through... Teflon, a non-stick cookware production company, took the original PFAS chemical used to make their products off the market. Teflon and other non-stick cookware brands now contain new PFAS, however, and some studies show that even though they aren't regulated, they may be less safe than the original PFAS used in Teflon. A wide range of soft drinks from the insides of cans and fast food and bakery wrappers are coated in PFAS chemicals. The chemicals in Scotchgard, Stainmaster, and other fabrics that protect furniture 
and carpets from stains often harbor PFAS. PFAS chemicals tend to be found in clothing labeled stain or water repellent, such as Gore-Tex jackets, although Gore-Tex has announced plans to work on eliminating them in coming years. Finally, many personal care and cosmetic products contain PFAS. PFAS chemicals are being introduced haphazardly in a variety of industries with minimal or no safety testing. The EPA, FDA, and other government organizations tasked with testing and approving products seem to be mostly turning a blind eye. Recently, the FDA found PFAS in popular foods, but didn't make the findings public. After the results were leaked, top agency officials responded by saying that PFAS in food is not a concern. It is always important that we are taking steps to protect ourselves and our families, but we have these agencies because individuals do not have the experience, time, or resources to investigate every one of the thousands of substances that we're exposed to every day. That's why it's important we have government agencies working for us, certainly not against us, certainly not for chemical and commercial industries. Please take the steps you can to reduce your exposure to PFAS and continue to push for governments, which keep the public health as a top priority. When I first heard the story that they found PFAS in the blood of newborns, that just kind of did it for me because I was like, these poor children literally don't even have a chance. It is just insanity that this is being allowed to happen. And then we wonder why cancer rates are gone up. We wonder why everything yep. has gone up. Like, this is why I don't understand it. This is why America it constantly rates below all the other industrialized countries in all the <laughs> very notable and effective health statistics. Again, we say this all the time, our noise filter, we prioritize profits over people. And this is just a classic example of that. The use of psychedelic drugs may be helpful in treating alcoholism. According to a new study, psilocybin, a compound found in psychedelic mushrooms, can contribute to an 83% reduction in heavy drinking among previous heavy drinkers when combined with psychotherapy. Wow! Eight months after their first dose, almost half of those receiving psilocybin stopped drinking altogether, compared with 24% of those receiving placebos. The director of NYU Center for Psychedelic Medicine stated that the study findings strongly suggest psilocybin therapy could be an effective treatment for alcohol use disorder, a complex disease that has proven notoriously difficult to treat. About 95,000 Americans die from excessive alcohol use each year, often due to binge drinking or liver disease, according to Centers for Disease Control. It can cause enormous economic loss, work injuries, relationship challenges, and of course, physical and mental health. There are currently several methods to prevent excessive alcohol consumption and dependency, including psychotherapy, supervised detoxification programs, group support systems, and medications that can help dampen the cravings. Psilocybin, a natural substance which is derived from fungi, led to profound alterations in perception, emotions, and sense of self for most study participants, including often great personal and spiritual experiences. 
Researchers warn that the drug should only be taken in carefully controlled settings and with psychological evaluation and preparation because it raises blood pressure and heart rate and can cause incapacitating and sometimes overwhelming mental effects. Previous studies have shown that psilocybin treatment can also effectively alleviate anxiety and depression in people with severe cancers who have fears about their rapid progress toward the end of their life. Research has suggested that psilocybin may be promising treatment for other addictions such as smoking, cocaine, and opioid abuse. This exciting research opens doors to the possibility of psychotherapy being used in ways which heal deep psychological wounds and drives, which can contribute to some substance use disorders. After decades of bans of this kind of research, it's exciting to see rapid advances in this field, and we will definitely keep you updated as the research continues and products and related therapy gets closer to prime time. Thanks for listening to Noise Filter, your public health podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the Noise Filter podcast. Follow us on social media and leave us a review letting us know your favorite part of the show. You can find me, Hope Pickerson, at hopepickerson.com. And you can find me at Dr. Mark Allen Derry or at the Dr. Derry. That's D-R-D-E-R-Y. To see and share our amazing animations and find out more information about us, the show, as well as links to our social media, go to noisefiltershow.com. We are grateful to our sponsors, including Access Health Louisiana and the End the Epidemic Initiative, who are working to bring equitable health outcomes to everyone they serve. Hope, any last words? Stay well out there, folks, and continue taking steps to keep yourself and your loved ones healthy. That includes exercise, a good diet, getting adequate sleep, and seeing your healthcare providers regularly. And protect yourself and others by getting the COVID-19 vaccine and booster, wearing a mask, and social distancing wherever possible. Remember, health is a human right.